0: What's up, you sexy Celestians? You're listening to the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kumar, and joining me as always are two of the moistest people I know, my co-hosts, Charlie Ashby and Claire Stribling. What is up to the two of you?
1: Oh, not a lot. Just living the dream as I always am.
0: Which dream in particular, Claire? Is it living the dream or living the nightmare?
1: <laughs> we'll just leave it at that <laughs>
0: <sighs> How about you Charlie How goes it the Nightmares
2: th- never stop sir They never stop <laughs> Jesus <laughs>
0: Well that's your weather report from the United Kingdom
2: <laughs> Oh my gosh It won't stop being hot sir There's no food or water And the rich people kick us
0: <laughs> Charlie's coming to his life from Glastonbury <laughs> <laughs> no, the, rich people, the rich people are at Glastonbury they <laughs> just kicking everyone they see
2: Good heavens, look at kicking this lovely ten- weather
0: <laughs> Kicking tents down Oh, Daddy
2: said I can go and see the very good bands <laughs> But what did Mummy say? Mummy said I could get late this weekend. <laughs> oh classic mummy. <laughs> <laughs> uh two red <laughs> wine shots and I'm down for the night. Oh. It's G D, don't mind if I do Alfred Fetch me my <laughs> I
0: dunno what I'm doing. I'm alright. There we go. <laughs> that's that's the answer we're looking for. Yeah. Um Yeah, so we got some kinda Kind of cool things going on in Star Wars, a little updates, a little bit of press happening with our good lady, Daisy Ridley, um, whoop, whoop. but is lady there anything, Ridley. anything else like any anything in life going on that you guys want to touch on before we jump into all that?
1: No, there we go. I think, That's I, the think the, I think the crickets answer that question.
0: <laughs> we, all, will, we live boring lives. <laughs> I will say I did try to go to, or I tried to get tickets to the, um, to the ILM's uh, like sort of presentation that the Academy um, did, but it sold out in like half an hour. So I did not get to go. But uh, if you get, if any of you watch the stream or um, were there yourselves, uh, it looked like it was a good time. So that's a fun thing that happened in the world of Star Wars. Um, but I guess we can just jump into one of the cool things going on right now. And that's because somebody called in the droidicas And they're coming it to... They're, they're, no, they're not coming into. They're rolling into a new update for Battlefront 2. And since Charlie and Claire, you guys have played the update. What's it like? Are you no match for droidicas? Played is a loose term. <laughs> <laughs> we tried
2: for about an hour to try and play it for as long as we could, and it just kept crashing. So yep. we, did as, we did as we we needed to complete the whole Capital Supremacy run, and then I got thrown out. Claire was stuck in the menu for what seemed to be like an eternity.
1: It was horrible.
2: We were just like, yeah, crying. I think that there's a, there's been a few bugs with the update. So oh, okay it's been yeah. a bit frustrating in that but the droidicas are really cool I haven't been able to play as one but I have uh, blown up a few they're really I thought there were people were saying that they were o- OP and a bit too difficult to shoot but actually I think I wiped out a few of them there's a really cool moment where I uh, shot one down and did a barrel roll and then shot another one down so that was fun
1: nice uh, mm-hmm. nice humble brag mm-hmm. there Ashby yeah
2: I believe Cake okay, kept getting killed by them so i don't want to bring that up but since she's being a bit of a bitch i just wanna, you know
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean
1: you're right i did get my ass handed to me by some jordicas but um i want to play as one that's one thing so battlefront peeps can you please throw us a bone and update those servers so i can actually play a game and not be and not Crash the second one starts, or have me stuck in the menu for like a solid twenty minutes. That'd be great.
2: The worst thing was that we finally got into a fighter like squadron map, and then as soon as we joined in, we got we got quit out basically. Yeah, I got one today. I tried it to get again today, actually, or maybe yesterday, and it was I got through to the menu, and because I was waiting for other players, I had to just leave my controller, and as soon as the players joined in. The game started and I got kicked out for being idle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, "Excuse you!" It's like it's like it's like creating a party, inviting people, and then when they show up, they kick you out. Oh.
1: I mean, you're just talking about my last birthday party, so okay, sh- shade taken.
2: That was pretty. That like, was pretty like upsetting when EA <laughs> to go for your birthday party. Everyone who joined in had to pay <laughs> <I got> two pounds <laughs> for different <laughs> items microtransactions.
0: <according>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got a
1: slice of birthday cake? Microtransaction.
0: <laughs> gotta keep that flow going, that that cash flow.
2: A piece of True cake yeah. has twenty thousand crystals for
0: fourteen
2: ninety nine each. Um Yeah, they were fun. It was cool to have that sort of new element brought in th- into the game it's always fun when they add new stuff um the a uh, the new general skywalker skin is pretty awesome i have not bought it yet,
0: oh yeah it's like the clone wars um look right
2: yeah but with hayden's face which makes it look great right.
0: cool. yeah no i think that's one of the best parts about battlefront is just the way they're they're constantly able to to add new things and um keep it fresh keep people coming back and uh it's it is like you just said. Like it's fun to see that like sort of photo realistic version of things we've seen in animation and whatnot. Um, so yeah, good job, Battlefront. Keep it going, but fix those servers. Am I right?
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Any yeah. Even though we can be mad at the servers, all it takes is for me to go back to the menu and look at Christopher Lee wearing pajamas, mm. and I am I am done. I'm solved. Like, like any anger that just dissipates when I see Christopher Lee wearing some lovely satin pajamas. <laughs>
0: Ditto. Uh, he is a fine looking man. Duffermurian stuckness. <laughs> 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 oh man. Well, let's jump right ahead into our talented Miss Ridley and all the cool press she's been doing because of uh, her upcoming film Ophelia, which reimagines the story of Hamlet from the perspective of his tragic flower picking love interest. And while there is plenty of talk about Ophelia, you know, she just can't escape it. They always have to ask her about Star Wars too. So she talked a bit with BuzzFeed News about how she will never return to social media. Calling it, it's like cutting off a Skywalker limb. And as three people who <laughs> frequent the social media pools, oh, it says pools. Um, yeah, we get it. Yeah, it, that's, that's true. She's the smart one. She's so smart. (laughs) Um, She's also on Good Morning America this week, and she talked about how a lot of it is really moving and how she found it very emotional. Um, There were moments where everyone on set, the crew included, were uh, very emotional during filming. And she's seen a few clips of the film, and she says this is the most excited she's felt to see a movie. And um, she... She says that we can look forward to many references to all nine films and thinks fans are going to be satisfied with the end of the saga. So there we go. Daisy Ridley hitting us with several punches. And now we get to just react to all of them. (laughs) So what do you you guys think about any of those?
1: Daisy Ridley has so much more self-control than any of us do because anytime something bad happens on social media or we get harassed, We always come crawling back.
0: Mm -hmm. We are weak. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good way to live. I mean, obviously people use social media for good things too, but Daisy seems very zen about not being on it, and I wish I had that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. In that same interview, she had mentioned something along the lines of, she'd also mentioned that it can be a really useful tool And that there's so many uses of social media that are good and it's been used to, like, help people in dangerous situations, like, communicate with each other and and stuff like that. Like, absolutely, it's, that's pretty legit. There's good uses, but when it becomes obsessive and when it just becomes, you know, damaging to your own mental health. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad she stepped away and seems to be. Loving life a lot more now.
0: Yeah. It is a shame, though, because she was a great Instagram follow. She was
1: so positive online and adorable and just kind.
0: And, like, the, she had variety in her posts. Like, she just, she'd go from, like, something goofy to then, like, showing her, like, just deadlifting, like, more than I could de- definitely deadlift. And. She- she's just like look how much of a badass i am but also i'm a goof i'm a peanut
1: she's a peanut <laughs> <laughs> i love that you called her a peanut that's the perfect term for her
2: <laughs> i think as well like of course there's the natural people that say oh, obviously this is the disney conspiracy where actually that's the reason why she left social media isn't because of harassment and all that stuff it's Because you know, I don't know. Well, it's like made up. The bees are doing it or something. I, I, I'm glad that she's cut away from social media. She's like you said, she's better than we are in terms of everything, Um, (laughs) physically, (laughs) mentally,
0: every aspect of
2: her life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's better than us, and we
2: know it. I think we know that. Know your worth. <laughs> Although I do, I do miss the classic British, British elements that you. There's, the, there's something about being British that you don't really get with. I don't think with American Instagram people, and like stars, and just, it's just something really fun. And like one of the things that reminded me is when she tried out that I think it was like a spice for her skin, and it just dyed her her face yellow.
0: <laughs> it was uh, so good. It was like turmeric or something
2: yeah 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 that's that's something a british person would do i.e stupid (laughs) and that's the sort of stuff i miss like the sort of the fun like you know mishaps that get on there but yeah i think she's doing quite well the thing that stood out for me actually is the fact that she mentioned because also there's been rumors about elements of all the nine films appearing in the film like apparently there's supposed to be a say a stage where we see actual like Planets and set pieces from the previous films, but the fact that she said there's bits from all nine films kinda it's basically confirming that Yaddle will be returning.
1: Yes. And
2: we love a Yaddle Straddle. Go, gonna...
1: Ghost Yaddle and Yoda sex scene.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Ooh, don't dream about my size, do you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey Now that's moist. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ. Did ghosts get moist? <laughs> Can ghosts get moist?
1: If You know what? If they can't get moist, what's the point of an afterlife, really?
2: I mean, Anakin yeah. got moist, clearly. I mean, look at that skin. That <laughs> went really young.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meow.
0: Um, yeah, I think the mysteries of the Force will be, you know, who knows whether or not a uh, a ghost can get moist. But Kylo did get moist from a, a uh, sort of... Force uh, FaceTime, so you never know. He he was wiping that off his face. (laughs) Um, So you never know. uh, We've all been there. Yeah, you never know (laughs) when a uh, when a ghost might come up to you and you know, fire some ectoplasm.
2: (laughs) Somehow that word is is worse than moist. Um. shirt.
1: <laughs> Cover me in your ectoplasm. Get oh,
0: you. Yeah. Ooh, I don't like it. So oh, what man, do you guys Lord. Do you guys have any like when you think about these 9 films? Do you have any like They're great. They're wish great list items? Do a podcast about?
1: <laughs> Jesus. Yes. <laughs> uh, do
0: you have any wish list items? Anything well, apart from ghost
2: sex, um, uh, I think obviously Anakin would be a good one. Padme,
1: Padme. it won't Padme. happen. But I, Pad- I think some, maybe some grandmother exploration. <laughs> 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 Jesus, why you gotta be like that? <laughs> why, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Lord help us all. <laughs> <What? sighs> yes. Also, an all force ghost tap number.
0: Okay. Okay. I um, to a
1: yub nub variant.
0: I really want uh, Leia to just be like hanging out in um, whatever the resistance base is, and then. Poe like walks in and goes, "Mom, Tanwi's here," and then <laughs> Tonwe yep. comes in and she's like, "Oh, hello! I have your clones for you," and it's just like an army of Han Solos.
2: That oh my god! But instead of picking up the helmets, they're all picking up vests.
0: <laughs> yeah, and dice <laughs> and grumbling. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why leia was um touching the medallion because she uh or the 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 uh victory medal because that's how, where she got the dna for the cloners
1: <laughs> it very well could be you know? i
0: mean we haven't seen
2: kamina that could be one of the things
0: yeah it'd be cool if there was like a clone army reference um that'd be a fun thing um but yeah, I mean there's a it's pretty fascinating to think about all the things they could draw from and whether they'll be sort of like more or I guess it'll be it could be like a mix of, you know, very substantial um thematic things or just like Easter eggs. And it could be I think it could be a lot of fun. And obviously, like Daisy said, you know, a lot of people were quite emotional while um just making it. So I think it's gonna hit the right notes. I just hope it's um, everything it it's, you know, built to be. I think that it's, we will find out in December, but I can't wait. Eh.
1: I'm so excited. And I think it was really nice that she mentioned that a lot of the crew worked on all three films. So this has been such a long journey that so many of them have gone through together. Of course, they're going to be emotional, but it sounds like the script that... They came up with and the ending they gave this Skywalker saga. It sounds like, I mean, I really hope she's right, that we are going to be satisfied. I hope this is something that's going to be able to unite the fandom a little bit more, um, especially after Last Jedi. But hopefully, I all I know is no matter what they write in there, I'm going to end up sobbing my eyes out. So,
0: Yeah. I also i i just I've given up on that idea of uniting fandom <laughs> like I just don't think it'll happen like no matter they could they could give you an objectively perfect like film, and because film is subjective um people will be mad about it so Fair. I think it's just like you know just you just gotta hope for the best hope hope it resonates for you, and then that's that's kind of all you can do um but I I think they seem very confident in what they've made, and I think that's the best sign. Um, What else does Daisy talk about? Are you guys gonna go see Ophelia? How about that?
2: (laughs) It looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, support Daisy. (laughs) I love Daisy. Really,
2: anyway, but like that hairstyle and that 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 outfit was just like
0: on point. There we go. One thing that was also, um, uh, oh
1: good. Oh no, I also have my my book of the complete works of Shakespeare immediately to my right. So as a theater geek, I will be there, cause yay.
2: And Claire is about to do a monologue from Hamlet for us right now.
1: <laughs> to monologue or not to monologue, <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> Alas, whether to learn the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous requests from Charlie Ashby.
2: Well answer is The no. breach, dear friend.
1: Hey, there we go. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. Henry the That's, Fifth. Henry this the Fifth. This very, is very artsy going on right now.
1: That's right. <laughs> we know smart things sometimes. Support, <laughs> support the
0: arts, everybody. Yay. Um, another really? kind of fun thing that uh, people have reacted to, for whatever reason, is um, Daisy Ridley said that this felt like the first time she really felt like a lead in a in a movie. Yeah. And for some reason this like <laughs> this got some Star Wars fans a little hot. I have no idea why. Um <laughs> the no- the notion that she did not feel like a lead in Star Wars, which I mean, yeah, it's a big it's a big cast. She is like the central character, but it's it's a very, she's but, never had like that top billing or anything.
1: But in The Force Awakens, She was alongside Harrison Ford, Mm -hmm. (laughs) one of the biggest movie stars of all time. (laughs) Of course, she's going to feel a little smaller than that. You know, Right. (laughs) it makes sense. I completely understand. She's with all these giants. And yeah, she's our central character. But she's, yeah, she's a lot of the focus does get pulled to our legacy characters just naturally because we've had 40 years with them. (laughs) <laughs> like. mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I something someone pointed out I can't remember who online was they someone posted the photo of the poster of like last jedi and then the poster of ophelia and it's like you have all the people on last jedi and then it's just her on ophelia and it's like right yeah, it's like of course that's how that's how it is so um I think that's exciting for her to be you know very much think the title character the 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 focus of the film. So that that's an exciting thing for her. And I think it's fun that, um, you know, people like her and basically like all of the main new cast members, they still sort of stay creatively um, interesting. Uh, I think it's very, it, it would be very easy, I think, for someone to ride this, this Star Wars wave or this franchise wave and not try to do other things. But I feel like Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaac and Adam Driver and uh, John Boyga, they've all sort of continued to do other projects um, that are, you know very different from, from Star Wars and from the big mega movies um, that you know Star Wars are like. So I think that's cool for them, and I hope they keep doing it.: Sure uh, Well, any other thoughts on? What Daisy had to say. Um,
2: I don't, I, what did you guys think about the whole? Um, I think this is just a concept as well. Like in terms of media and interviews as well. Like the whole asking different outlets asking about Adam Driver's chest and his body. And stuff <laughs> that. Do you think it's funny? Like, is it like a quirky sort of thing, or? I'll wait at that stage where it's a bit, like, annoying as fuck (laughs) that you should probably ask her about her work and, you know.
0: I'm gonna go with that one, the second one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just, it happens to so and obviously the shirtless Kylo Ren is a funny joke, but, like, you see in so many interviews with so many actresses, like, about real-life sexual tension or they ask about their male counterpoints and like be like oh isn't he cute like just this idea that i don't know there's this natural tendency to not focus on an actress or a woman in general's personal accomplishments and instead focus on the men in their lives which i find kind of annoying but um i do admit that shirtless kylo ren is a funny joke and putting the bard's head on him is is pretty solid
2: it's not even really. It's not even really the the question itself, like originally, because when someone asks that question the first or the second time, like you know, that's a rel- That's a. I think mean, it's a relevant question. And it's a fun question. And it's good to like have a bit of variety in questioning and interviews. And, you know, you want to have it, a bit of viral clicking and stuff, and that's great. But it's when everyone's doing it and we've read yeah. the answer about eight times, it just gets to the point where like, you could have said anything else. Maybe like, oh, did you watch him in his play, or like, have you... you know, it just seems a bit weird to constantly be talking about that. Mm-hmm. But that's probably just, yeah, that's the only other thing that came to my mind about the Daisy stuff, was it's either the episode nine references, the you know, uh, well, like you said, Nikki of the whole uh, being in the lead in the film, or it happens to be this... <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think then there's also like that side of the, the fandom where like I think of uh when Steele asked her about Raylo <laughs> and it's like it's like people um react very strongly to what like her personal thought is. <laughs> um and yeah, it's just like, you know, maybe maybe we don't need to like freak out about what her interpretation of Different things are, um, but yeah. Also, I d- I don't know if if I were her, I wouldn't want necessarily want to be asking or answering questions about Adam Driver's chest when I'm trying to promote Ophelia. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's hard. It like it's again, it's it's juicy meat, right? It's it's Star Wars, and uh, an outlet will want to jump on all that. But yeah, I think. I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, what her questions will be like once, you know, like in 10 years or whatever, <laughs> if they're still going to be asking about, so uh, <laughs> what do you think about that uh, shirtless Kylo Ren?
1: I hope it doesn't become her gold bikini conversation. I really...
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that would I be... I don't think it will. Yeah, I think... I think... Uh, There'll be plenty other things to talk about, hopefully, <laughs> in her very long oh, yeah. career. Um, okay, well, I guess we have another sort of crazier story that uh, sort of came out over the last couple of days or so. And uh, this was about... Uh, Riz Ahmed, and he was attending the CAA's Amplify Summit, and according to the Hollywood Reporter, Ahmed discussed how for 15 years he's been constantly stopped, searched, and interviewed at airports because of his race. And just last month, was headed to a Star Wars convention in Chicago when Homeland Security stopped him from boarding the plane. Now, Ahmed, who was there to discuss Muslim representation in Hollywood and everyday discrimination, was also quoted as saying, he, Patriot Act host Hassan Minhaj, can win a Peabody, I can win an Emmy, Ibtihaj Muhammad can go to the Olympics, but some of these obstacles are systemic and we can't really face them alone. We need your help. I'm basically here to ask for your help because it's really scary to be a Muslim right now. Super scary. I've often wondered, is this going to be the year when they round us up? If this is going to the, be the year they put Trump's registry into action. This is going to be the year they ship us all off. So that's a lot to um, digest because these are, you know, really big issues in society. And I remember, I mean, we were all in celebration and it's always kind of like, oh, crap, when you see a, uh, you get that like email or whatever. Oh, you know, someone had to cancel their appearance. And usually you think, oh, you know, maybe a scheduling conflict or whatever, Riz Ahmed had to cancel his appearance because he was not allowed onto a plane, which is ridiculous. Insane. Um, yeah. So, I mean, what do you, I mean? obviously, that's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on. But do you guys have any uh, initial reactions to this? Fuck them. <laughs> like, yeah. Like,
2: seriously? Like, um, yeah, it's gross. I've seen a lot of stuff on Facebook and social media and that. Uh, there was this whole like, you know, there was the, the usual sort of, well, why is it? Why do you have to blame the presidency? And blah 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 blah. It's like, come on, <laughs> let's not be stupid here.
1: Because it, of the words that come out of his mouth.
2: Yeah, And it's not just him. It's not just the president. It's not just America. Before anyone starts to get annoyed, it's the UK. It's countries around the around the world. Again. It's everywhere. Uh, would we see this sort of behaviour? I mean, think about how many. Horrible abstains or other members of other races. Uh, we don't get the same ban here. I mean, it's it's just gross. I mean, Riz was invited to this convention off the back of that this fan convention where people were so excited to see him. They love his character so much, um,
0: and people. I mean, people paid for items, well, right? Or yeah, regardless, and- photo ops and stuff. Yeah, were there to see him.
2: Yeah, and it's just messed up that he's come out of his way to go to this place where you know to help celebrate this character who was such a cool character to see on screen, and here we are again, two steps backwards. And they they did a really good point explaining about how if they can, like we reap the benefits of disenfranchised people. We we celebrate the Emmy wins We celebrate the Olympic wins We use them for ourselves We promote them But we don't seem to do anything about the Normal day stuff And we have to remember this has been going on for over 20 years now Most of our lifetimes to be honest Um And it's just It's just fucked up It is fucked up It's ridiculous And I know people will moan that when talking about this in the Star Wars podcast Well guess what this is real life Um but even in Star Wars as well, like think about all the action figures and stuff for his character. There were some action figures, obviously, but like things like Funko Pops and stuff. Like you just don't, you didn't, I didn't get that main role. Every time you see Rogue One, they just, they always cut him out for some reason. Um, not the film. I mean, like you know, like promotional stuff or like artist work. It just seems a bit odd to me, and I think. There's something as a society we have to deal with, and I think maybe next time Disney can do a better... Obviously, they can't affect governmental, you know, like, we need to have... We need to fix this in some way, because it's ridiculous. I mean, he's an actor. Right. Yeah.
1: A very successful, very famous actor. And it's... I mean, obviously, there's a trend here. Um, You can't It's hard. I find it hard for you to successfully argue that there's not a racially fueled reason behind this, because my family travels, has traveled a lot in the last 20 years on planes. We fly freaking everywhere and not a single member of my immediate family has ever been stopped, searched and interviewed at the airport. There tends to be a reason that they pick certain people for these random, supposedly, searches. And I think we can put two and two together here because mm-hmm. he's been, this is not the first time this has happened to him. It's unfortunate that this happened to him right before celebration again, because that is just a pool of love and adoration and just positivity that could have been really freaking nice for him to be reminded how much the star wars fandom loves him but it's just it's insane and it just it i it's hard to believe that this actually happens and it needs to be stopped <laughs> i just i don't know it all starts with starts with each of us to just stand up to that
0: yeah for sure and if we see like, it I've been stopped on school trips at airports, you know, just, just me. (laughs) Um, my dad has been asked questions at immigration that you don't normally get asked when you have a, you know, passport. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's like, I'm all for feeling safe at the airport and whatnot. And, you know, um, I think it's it's important to have good security for places with lots of people. Um but yeah, I mean there's it's a there's a cultural thing that you know just has to you know the shift needs to happen faster where you know people check biases and and you know it's not um you know we don't so we don't see these things where you know accomplished actors are either mistaken or um just profiled outrightly um just based on what they look like and what their what their name is. Um I remember not long ago, maybe a few years ago, um one of like the like the mega stars of like Bollywood cinema. Like the like you know, billion people watch this guy's movies. Um he got stopped in like New York because like his name lined up with someone else's name. And he was like deta- detained for hours or something. <laughs> And it's it's ridiculous. Um I don't I don't know why, like like I mean, yeah, again, I don't know how to fix the particulars of a s of a you know, security system, but it's uh it's it it only starts with with culture for us. Um and I think I think I have a pretty good feeling that any of our listeners right now are Probably not feeling conflicted about this. Um, they probably know what the uh, what's right and what's wrong about this situation. But it's really unfortunate that it happened. And um, it's yeah, it's like it's really sad because you know Riz Ahmed was there was was on his way to to a really like great event and an event where he, we all want to like celebrate him. And um, he couldn't go because. Homeland Security, ready <laughs> <Way> to go! <laughs> good job, guys. Um, so yeah, it's it's crazy, but we will hopefully be able to to fix this and and change the system for the better in good time. But yeah, I think oh. it's that just about cover This week's news. Is there anything else you guys had in the in your back pocket?
1: Man, uh, let's see. Well, I will just say, without my my non-spoiler review of Master and Apprentice, mm-hmm. is I need to talk about this book because I am not entirely sure Ooh. how I feel about it yet. Conflicted. time. I am very conflicted. Um, I know a lot of people I've seen online have really been into it. I've seen a lot of very positive reviews for Master and Apprentice.
0: Is this a story choice for you or like or like just a general um, didn't really land with you
1: A lot of points like the general message of the book landed with me, but the plot. Did not. I was not really. I look forward to our episode of Senate Library. We can discuss it because I'm, I'm re-listening to it while you guys catch up. But uh, I'm hoping round two will reveal some other nuggets that'll grab me more than they did the first time. But yeah, I have. Um, d- don't, but don't let that tamper your <laughs> enjoyment well, of the, the King, book. Obviously, no um, point. Because no I point. seem to be in the minority we should, we should on this one. give
2: up and stop reading the book. Claudia Gray.
1: Okay, y'all. I've, I've been working I've, on an outline.
2: Claudia you Gray better read the book because... I've already started burning it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm burning, it's I was already burning on fire. my Kindle copy as we speak.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Claudia. Because you lost your hot streak. Princess oh, my God. More like Princess of Alder gone,
2: setting that on fire.
0: <laughs> up, it's like oh. the last line of that book Where Claudia's like And nobody can take my <laughs> career away <laughs> <laughs> My dad will be fine Oh god
1: <laughs> Especially not you
2: <laughs> That was such a bitch move.
1: like Oh,
2: I was like, oh no <laughs> Don't do that to me <laughs> That's so mean <laughs> Um yeah, I've read a bit of Master's <laughs> Apprentice and I kind of feel the same, Claire. I'm, I'm about. I don't know how far I'm in. I'm not that far, but so far, what I've read, it's been a bit. Like, the characters seem on point, but it... I haven't been grabbed by the story yet. And that might change. But, yeah. I'm not sure what the message is so far, but obviously, I'm excited that you would grasp that. I'm assuming it's don't touch anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know it's that's kind of like a, a funnier discussion about star wars books Because, like usually in life when you read a book and it doesn't like grab your attention you're more likely to just sort of like put it down and like you we'll know, come back <laughs> to it but like for star wars books we we feel like we have this responsibility <laughs> to like yes <laughs> like go have over to them. know
1: the canon <laughs> yeah and um
0: we have to like Push like struggle, bust through a book. Um, like for me, it was uh, Ahsoka. I can't like it took me like two hundred pages to get into yeah. the I Ahsoka novel. Um, I, yeah, like once and like funnily enough, like I only really got interested when like Bail Organa showed <laughs> up. Spoiler! Um, I was like, oh my guy, he's back. Spoiler! Um, oh man, yeah. Mine was Aired to the Jedi. To the it. best
1: Star Wars novel ever. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't even, even that finish one. that one. That one. Fake I, fan. No. Big
1: fans, the lot of no you. I got interest. through it. Let the record show. I can have my sad nerd badge knowing that I listened to uh that entire audiobook.
0: <laughs> well, at least you don't <laughs> wasted have the hours like, of my life. <laughs> at least you don't have the hardback stuck on a shelf. True. Yeah. True. Um, but yeah, no, I think yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to get through uh uh Master and Apprentice. I'm going kind of slow because I'm like simultaneously reading uh Pet Cemetery <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> while while I do this. So, so good. I'm sort of jumping in and out. Um I can't wait for Nicky yeah, I can't we'll, wait for Nick's review where
2: we'll, uh, <laughs> he's like I uh, like the bit where Qui Gon brought the dog back to life. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Everyone <laughs> Obama- got hit by trucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> quality, quality literature.
2: There's, they buried more when he came back out with Spider-Man. Oh There's something
0: wrong with him. That explains <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that'll be an exciting uh, mashup. Oh, I also have another thing. I've been trying to listen to mm. Dooku, Jedi Lost, and I forgot. It was like Dooku, one of the characters, has this voice that just got on my nerves so much. <laughs> and I'm like I don't know if it's partly because like, I was also sick at the time I was listening to it, and just everything hurt me. And I was like, this voice is awful. Just shut up, please. <laughs> um, and... It also made me kind of realize that even though they build this as, like, an an audio kind of play type thing, I kind of really would just prefer to read the book. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, there was actually, I think, uh, Cave and Scott posted something about, like, someone asked, uh, like, Del Rey if a novel version was coming out. And they were like, watch this space. Um, so... There's a possibility that a physical copy of this book will be coming, which is also funny because they build it as the big like audio novel, um, and they're like, uh, eh, just take the book." It's anyway. funny
2: because <laughs> like um, I like it better you anyway. Big Finnish audio books, which are this this company that do audio like the audio books, but they're they're sto- they're full on they're full blown stories basically, and they have the actors in it. They have mm-hmm. I bet like sort of older actors that used to be on telly and stuff, and you know. But usually they get um, the actual art, like the actual actors in, or if they've passed away, they get really good like impersonators and stuff. So I don't understand why we can't do a story like that where it it is a story you're just listening to it as opposed to watching it. I don't get why we have to have this weird sort of narration element and you know all that stuff and people doing like a really Mm -hmm. vague impersonation of these characters just get like. I don't understand why you can't do like a Clone Wars series with the actual voice actors and just have it in audio get like I don't know get uh, yeah. if you Would to do some sound effects and stuff and yeah, some good music and you're sorted. Or like even like the original trilogy. You could have like original trilogy stories with set in times that you can't necessarily see on the big screen. I think that'd be kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of cool potential for um for what they can do in the audio world. And I, I hope yeah, I hope they explore it. Um because yeah, like you like everything you just said, there's there's a lot of talent that you, they can pull from to uh to make some awesome stuff. Um but you know, I guess that sort of wraps up everything for this week. Um so we'll close it out with our favorite segment of what made us moist the most in Star Wars. This week. So, um, who wants to start off the the Moist Fest?
2: I will the Moist Fest. If I may. Um There we go. Galaxy of Adventures released this really cool short this week, which was Jedi vs. Sith. And they showed little Annie oh. Grow Up. And, um Tony trying turned into fight, Vader fighting Luke. Luke turning old Ray, and then we just saw uh, this really cool moment at the end where they all like started fighting each other like it's all the good people the good guys versus the bad guys and that made me happy because it was just really cool i like the voice clips used it was awesome to see like qui-gon jinn a bit more in that style um always good to have some qui-gon content and that's what made me moist this week
1: and jim who's jim does a star war on twitter our buddy Jim, he I think he described it best, which is if I could grind this up and snort it, I would. <laughs> when it came to that clip. <laughs> Cuz it is just ugh, it is just delicious.
0: Yeah, so- I love I love when they touch on those like that like macro level sort of the big picture of star wars and you see it all sort of shift into each other like i think it was um i think it was like sky when like force awakens was coming out they they were running this ad where it would like run yeah. through the whole saga and it was like wow it, oh. it's so awesome when people make cuts like that and it just it all blends into each other and you see like the full picture and how great it all is it was beautiful
1: which is what I'm excited about. Nine. Woop woop whoop. Thanks for the sizzle, Daisy.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's your moistness, Claire?
1: Oh, that's Charlie's moistness.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Do you have moistness, Nikki? Are you moist?
0: Um my moistness. Uh I guess so in a previous episode, I think the one we did with Brendan, we talked a lot about um Jedi Fall in Order. But I think a Star Wars game that sort of fell under our radar a little, uh, at least on audio report- reporting, is uh, the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga game. Um, I've just been reading more about that, thinking more about that, and uh, I'm really excited for that to come out. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Lego Star Wars always delivers, whether it's like the shows or the games. Um, it's always such a like a fun blend of of brands so i can't wait for that game to come out and that trailer is
1: adorable
0: yeah everything about it is just it it makes it's impossible to not giggle while you think about like a star wars people just grunting and doing i I also (laughs) saw that they're planning to
2: do a mode in the settings where you can either change it from voice acting because it's going to be voice acting anyway like so the standard mode is a voice acting, but they're they're they said they're gonna look into potentially having a mode where you can change it back to the classic grunts.
0: Okay. Which would be perfect. That'll be awesome. Yeah, and like something I loved about the Force Awakens um Lego game was all the little uh like character yeah. packs you could get. And like like you could get like JJ J. Abrams <laughs> like as a figure yes. and whatnot. <laughs> um so yeah, I I hope that's another like really fun thing they do because obviously it's it's focused on the nine movies, but it'd be cool if they, you know, had some Clone Wars or Rogue One or Solo, um, or Rebels kind of characters that you could bring in as well. So that'll be that'll be a fun thing. when also, that comes I really out.
2: hope that um they bring back the uh the hat dispensers because having Kylo Ren with Leia's buns was the best thing ever. Seeming very angry but with the two little bones, <laughs> it's just
0: awesome <laughs> yeah uh, the magic of lego
1: pietomus
2: <laughs> i am <laughs> <laughs> we're very energetic we- <laughs> oh my god
1: oh my god uh well, on that note, I'm gonna oh, add yeah, sorry, my Claire. moist moment. Here we <laughs> what go. What made me moist in Star Wars this week? I was like, while well, you all are being weird. I'm gonna go bring it back to the moisture." <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> Claire, come on.
1: <laughs> I was really. I'm sorry. I was really tempted to play like my salacious crumb stuffed animal I have next to me, the one that laughs. I was really tempted to just make him laugh, but I didn't. Let the record show no. I spared you boys. Um but but my uh so my nephews and niece are visiting this week from Philadelphia. Ooh. So I have the pleasure of having them around, which is the bomb. And so my nephews are twins and they are 13, which is horrifying because it makes me feel old, even though objectively I know I am mm-hmm. not. Um but the day they got here. I was home for a little bit in between work shifts. And my nephew Chase, who I really hope doesn't listen to the show but follows me on social media, so very possibly what does. Um but he uh <laughs> he and I had a fantastic conversation about Star Wars the first day he got here and he gave me this lovely speech. He is a child after my own heart. Um about why Max Rebo
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is the best Star Wars character. And there we go. And I love I love me some Max Rebo. He's no salacious crumb, but but I have all the respect in the world for that handsome blue elephant. But I listened to this thirteen year old boy go on a rant about why Max Rebo is awesome and my Grinch heart grew three sizes that day.
0: <laughs>
1: it was so good. I was like, I'm so I'm just internally like, I'm so proud of you, what, you little dork.
2: What is it with your family One of us. You're hoping that <laughs> members of the Jabba's cell barge survived?
1: Are you acting like you wouldn't want to go to I'm a party at Jabba's that. palace? I'm arguing
2: why they all want everyone to be on there who was clearly criminal or criminal adjacent <laughs> to survive that.
1: Well, you're no fun is what okay, I'm, I'm getting, getting out of cla- that. Take a walk Claire's on the wild side, slavery. there, Charles. Um,
2: Claire like <laughs> shipping spice and uh, is pro criminals. So any yep. uh, you heard it here? Uh, any 100 true, all just, of it. Uh, hit up Claire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> I do feel.
0: For, I do feel for the band in general. I right? I I feel bad for them. They're just you know. They're just no, getting they, paid. They, they do, they're they're they just doing a gig.
1: They're just I, I, trying to express their artistic integrity in the best venue they possibly could, and that room is filled with money and influence. That,
0: yeah, that's the thing. That
1: gig at Jabba's Palace, that could be their ticket to the big time.
0: It's like I'm playing, just saying. Or like, is it already the big time on Tatooine? You know, is
2: it worth losing all your
1: dancers
0: too?
2: Because
1: like- I mean, it's better than playing a cantina. Are those hi- their dancers though, or are those I, Jabba's dancers?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Part of the band <laughs> <laughs> both at the same time oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's a uh, I love a good impassioned defense of I'm, someone random.
1: I'm all about <laughs> it. I thought it was great, and it is like totally my style, so I know that at some extent that I have influenced that child to be as ridiculous. And as attached to random tiny characters that nobody else gives a shit about, um, I, I raised that kid right, even though I didn't raise him. But still, but still, it was satisfying.
0: Do you know if he's seen the um, <laughs> the robot chicken Max Prebo?
1: You know, that's a really good question, but
0: when I see him stereotype. next, I'll ask
1: him. I'll Girls ask real- him. <laughs> Oh my god.
2: When you said characters that people don't care about, are you talking about us guys? Because that's really sweet.
1: (laughs) I mean, you can take it however you want. Someone likes (laughs) me. (laughs)
0: Oh no Well while everyone's thinking about Max Rebo and trying to either defend him or condemn him for for being where he was. Um, we will wrap this whole thing up. You know what? Uh, By our standards, I'd say a short episode. So way to go team. Um, but if you guys want to continue to follow us, you can check us out on Twitter at ImpSenatePod, on Instagram at ImperialSenatePod. You can like us on Facebook for show updates and all the other cool stuff. We do on that platform. If you ever feel like sending in a question or a voicemail, you can send it to Imperial Senate Podcast at gmail.com. We got some of our sweet sweet swag at uh, tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Imperial Senate podcast, including our fabulous, salacious B Crumb. No one's ever really gone shirts, which are yeah. awesome. Um, you guys can become a patron on our Patreon page and uh, help us keep this show alive. And uh, we will continue to give you what we can on Patreon. And if you play Star Wars Battlefront Two on PlayStation Network, you can join our community group where you can roll around as droidicas or die as droidicas or get stuck on um, servers that are not capable of handling updates. Um, (laughs) the choice is yours but you can do it together so uh, where can we keep up with the rest of you guys online how about you Charlie Well, um,
2: it's pretty easy Um, you get
0: a Ouija board
2: you get some candles you close the curtains you turn the lights off Mm -hmm. you put the candles on open the Ouija board Say a little prayer. Speak to the ancestors. Get your phone out. Go to Twitter. <laughs> Go to CMWASHBY. <laughs> and that's where you find me. Um, close the portal because you don't want demons possessing you.
1: Definitely not your Twitter account, although it seems like most Twitter accounts nowadays do have their, fa- their faces true. of demonic possession. That is
2: true. So... I can assure you that I am not a demon.
1: That's exactly what a demon would say,
2: Charlie. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Damn. What? Mm. I'm not a demon. I
0: promise. Just give me your Mm -hmm. firstborn child. I will make sure nothing will happen. So, you can find Charlie in hell. There we go. It's called Britain. How about you, Claire? (laughs) (laughs) You
1: can find me not demonically possessed online um, on Twitter and Instagram at cstribs c s t r i b s and yeah, that's where most of my shenanigans go nowadays. Thank you, Bob. Sweet. How about you, Nikki?
0: And you guys can uh, follow me on Twitter at noquicious n a q u i c i o u s or Nick Defer on Instagram, N-I-C-T-O-P-H-E-R. And yeah, that'll be fun if you want to talk there. So uh, once again, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the Imperial Senate podcast. It's been a fun one. Uh, Can't wait to come back. We got some cool content for, as we were talking about Master and Apprentice, I think we have a uh, Senate library coming up for um, the Lando uh, comic. The one that came out a few years ago, um, which was dope. So, we can, uh, we got some cool stuff for you guys to look forward to. And uh, once again, thanks for listening and may the force be with you always. See ya. Bye, Bye everyone. Later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>